Hi guys, I'm Marie. And I'm Maddie. And we are here recording. Well, actually, we're not recording. I guess we are right now. So we are actually here recording about an episode that we're going to post today for you guys. So on our Patreon exclusive channel, we did an episode on Rachel Lackaduk from... 2019. She set out to hike to the Hidden Lake Lookout Tower and disappeared. Now, we're going to tell you that entire story here in a second, and it was recorded with our old microphone, so bear with us. Don't be too judgy when the sound quality abruptly changes here in a second. But the reason we are posting this episode to bring you guys breaking news on a missing hiker who went missing this last Saturday, the 22nd, 2021. Obviously, everybody listening right now knows that, but if you're listening to this later, I guess you wouldn't set out to hike up to the Lookout Tower on Hidden Lake Lookout. And his name is Thomas Simonseth, and he has hiked this hike multiple times and is a very experienced hiker. But when he did not return home by 7 p.m., panic set in for his family. And Hidden Lake, you guys, is about nine miles east of Marble Mount in Washington. And when he didn't return by 7 p.m., two friends with mountaineering experience who had hiked the area before set out to look for him, and they were unable to find him on the trail. They spent the night hoping to continue their search in the morning. Now, search and rescue has come out. Conditions are a little treacherous. There's a lot of snow on this particular hike. Yeah, kind of crazy. Same tower. Same type of year, but not not the same time of year, but the same beginning of hiking season has the same kind of effects as the end of hiking season. Right. So Thomas is hiking at the beginning of hiking season. Where there can be lots of snow, avalanches, things like that. Right. And Rachel hiked it at the end of hiking season as fresh snow was starting to fall. So we have two sides of the spectrum here. Both experienced hikers, Mm -hmm. both missing. And so we thought that we would bring you guys this episode as a special treat because it's just crazy that there's another hiker two years later now missing on this trail. Yeah. And today is Wednesday, and they have still not found him. So they have had search and rescue up there. They've had people with mountaineering experience up there. They have been scouring this area But our assumption is that he's off trail. His car was still in the parking lot, so we know that he didn't leave. But it is very easy to get lost in this area. And you'll hear about it with the Rachel Lackaduke case. But I actually went and hiked this hike. And on our Patreon, we have video footage of me hiking this hike. And there are a lot of places where you can get off trail where... You know, there's some cliffs, there's a river, there's all sorts of things. There's a rock scramble to get to the very top where the tower is. Isn't this the one you did that video for that you hiked? Yeah. I just said there's a video on our Patreon. Oh, I wasn't listening, obviously. (laughs) Obviously, I was not listening to what you were saying. 
So if you want to see the video of my hike on that tower, and I hiked it around the same time that Rachel hiked it. If you want to go see this video that my mom did, because she actually hiked this and videotaped it for you guys. In the same season that Rachel Lakaduk was. So it'll be the end of season that you'll see what the terrain looks like. So right now, there's a lot more snow there Mm -hmm. than there is when I did the hike. Yeah, but if you want to go see that, hop over to Patreon. It's on there. Yeah, and hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Keep in mind with our Patreon episodes, a couple things. One, this is our very first Patreon episode that we posted. So different mics, bear with us. Yeah, so it is with our old mic. Also, we don't really edit our Patreon stuff as much. So get ready for that. (laughs) It's a little... It might, it might have a slightly different feel to it just because we do – our Patreon material is a little more candid than our regular channel. So keep that in mind. But yeah, if anybody has been in the Marble Mount area or hiked this hike on Saturday, make sure you have contacted search and rescue and authorities so that you can help them out with any information that you might have. And this is Skagit County that you would be contacting. We will definitely keep you guys posted if we hear anything more about this case. So. All right. Now sit back. Enjoy this with our old microphones. Sorry, guys, but I think it's worth hearing. For sure. All right. Here you go, guys. Hi, guys. I'm Marie. And I'm Maddie. And... This is no normal episode. No, this is a little little bonus thing. This Something. is our first Patreon bonus episode. Yes. Yay! Welcome to Patreon. Thank you so much for supporting us. Oh, Thanks for being thank here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you guys. We so appreciate your support. You're amazing. And this one, this episode, also has some video content. It does. To go with it. So, you can go see that after or before. You can go watch or it during if you want. I mean, I don't know. Switch in and out, go back and forth. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, you guys can do what you want. We can't tell you what to do. Yeah, so our video content on this one has, not really us, but has <laughs> Marie walking through the hike, doing the hike. First off, this case is on Rachel Lackaduke. Yes. Who is a 27-year-old. I thought she was 28. Maybe. I think she was 28. This case is on Rachel Lackaduke, who was a 28-year-old woman who went missing while hiking. Oh, my God. She... Oh, my God. You know why you read that she was 27? Because she went hiking on her fucking birthday. No, she did not. This says right here she went missing on her birthday. Reportedly went hiking alone to a lookout in the North Cascades on her birthday, October 17th, and never returned. I didn't know it was her birthday. I didn't know it was her birthday either. Oh, oh, my God, that's so uh, bad. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Okay, so for this episode, there was not a ton, ton, ton of, like, information out there. No, especially because it's not a very big case at all. It's a very small case. Okay, so I would compare this particular case to Samantha Sayers. Vesper Peak. Yes. They are both about the same age. They both went missing without a trace. And... Rachel Lackaduk is nowhere. Just like Samantha Sayers, but also Rachel Lackaduk? No, but Samantha Sayers, there's 
it, there's so, so much, much information. information. But with Rachel's case, there's a lot less information, a lot less like public knowledge of it, a lot less yep. media coverage, a lot less. Which of is everything. funny. So I went. I was trying to figure this out. I went and looked at her mom's Facebook. Mm-hmm. Very limited information. There, there's no groups. There, there's one. Bring Rachel Lacaduke home Facebook group that I could find, and nobody ever posts on it. It's very strange. This girl has not even been missing for a year, and nobody Is has it- been looking for her. It's so frustrating that it there it all depends, or so much revolves around. I think social media exposure yeah. and how no, it really does because like people I know who are also like slightly or in the hiking community, they're like they know Vesper Peak, they know Samantha Sayer, Everyone they know who knows she that is, case. they know well like, where we live anyway. Yeah, around where we live, yeah. everybody knows that case. Everyone knows who she is. But guess what? Nobody knows who Rachel is. Guess what? This is the exact same distance from where we live as Vesper Peak. That's how close these two cases are. Yeah. It's exactly the same drive to get to either one. I mean, they're not in the exact same spot. But similar area, too. Yeah. Both both cases are in the North Cascades. Crazy. So, that sucks that it was her birthday. Yes. So, she was 28, I guess, when Technic- she went missing. Well, I guess, technically, I guess, what we time? We don't know. We don't what time did she go missing? Well, we don't know. We what don't time know. was she born? What time did she die? Or is, is she, she dead? dead? I don't is she know. alive? I don't know. Okay. Okay, so we're going to get into kind of the meat of this. A lot that, like we said, there's not a ton of information about this case. It's just not out there. There's just not no, a lot to be found. Exist. Which, uh, by the way, my mother's a lot better at doing research than me because she <laughs> she came to me and she's like, okay, so what do you find about this case? And I was like, I literally. Wait, first off, first off, I told Maddie, I was like, Maddie, I'm very busy this week. I have our bunker talks that I need to finish editing and get them ready in our Patreon. I have to edit the bunker talks. Or not edited, but like the music. I have to put the music in. So I have to get all of that stuff put in there. I have our regular episode that I have to post by tomorrow because right now it's Sunday for us, by the way. So I'm like telling her I have all these things going on. And she's not doing anything. She has like three days off. And I'm like, okay, Maddie, I need you to do some research on the Rachel Lackadute case for me. And she's like, okay, no problem. I couldn't find anything. So then today I'm like, hey, Maddie, where's your research? And then she's like, I can't find my notes. I, I lost my notes I first off. I really did. I lost them. Don't know where the hell I put them, but they're gone. Off the face of this uh, fucking planet. Gone. I literally can't. I literally can't. But then I'm like, I really couldn't find anything on this case. I tell her what I know. You know, She goes, I found eight pages worth of research. The hell? Eight pages of what? <laughs> I don't even know. You must have been so goddamn good at research papers. I was really good at research papers. I was terrible at that. (laughs) Absolutely awful. Uh, Eight pages. Oh, my God. Okay, let's get into this. Okay, so, but since we have less information on this case, we will also be able to give you our firsthand information. Yes. And a video where you can really see and visualize this entire hike. Rachel Lackaduke was 27 turning 28 on the day she went missing which was October 17th 2019 Mm -hmm. so almost exactly a year ago and it was a Thursday and it was a Thursday so I did this hike on 
Friday. So almost a year from the time that she did it. Yeah, well, we're recording it on the 11th right now. So exactly next on Saturday. Okay, so Rachel was described as a joy to be around. She enjoyed surfing and hiking and backpacking. She had two brothers and one sister, and her family called her Ray Ray. So, like we said, she was hiking to Hidden Lakes in the North Cascades. I don't think we did say that, actually. Oh, so she was hiking to Hidden Lake in the North Cascades in Marble Mount, Washington. So this road going up to it is scary. You guys, it's so scary. So I read all of the reports about how scary this road was, and I was like, ah, I treat my car like an off-road vehicle. Yeah, not only that, but she's a maniac going down. (laughs) I think I'm immune to it because I don't think it's as scary, but, like, if you guys have heard our hiking with Hannah... As we're going down the roads. I don't think I don't think they have. So coming soon, you guys, that's the next thing that we post in our oh, Patreon. Okay, okay. So we've already recorded it though. So coming soon to this Patreon, not the, the $10 one. Full access yep. one, yep. It's gonna be hiking with Hannah with my sister where we bring her in and we interview her about our experiences of us dragging her hiking. She's not a hiker. Yes. And her trying not to die. But she goes really she treats her car like it's some kind of Fuck, like some kind of off-road vehicle. Yeah, it's just an SUV, you guys. It's, it's not an special. off-road vehicle. It's actually like a luxury <laughs> SUV, by the way, as well. It's not considered a- luxury. Not anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore at all. Especially you guys, so- it has like scratches all down the side of it. And like half it's the time, if it, when you park it, it leaks some kind of liquid. Don't know oh, exactly gosh, what it is. We don't. I don't. That, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. What, it's fine. But so roads do not scare me. No. No. So death doesn't scare me. I get right. to <laughs> kind of true. So I get to where my turnoff is to go to this road and it's like turn on this forest service road, turn on this forest service road, turn on this forest service road. It's like four turns on a different forest service roads and usually the rule of thumb is for every road you have to turn on it gets worse and worse. <laughs> yes, less maintenance to less High, maintenance. Yep, higher elevation, more potholes. More cliffs, more sketchy, everything. So when I get to where my last turnoff is, I see, like, these big, bright cones in front of the road. And I'm like, hmm. They're, like, off to the side, though. Like, you can drive in between them. But it's like, they're like, be careful on this road. So I get, I turn onto the road, and immediately within the first tiny little stretch, I already have to back my car back down and try again because I cannot get through. That's how sketchy this road is. And this road, yeah, you guys, people turn around. People don't make it. People get stranded. There were, when I came back down the road, there were four cars parked at the bottom of the road, which the road is like six miles long. And the hike's already eight Eight. miles? Yeah. No. No, No. thank you. If my car's not making it up, we're going on a different hike. That's it. I'm not going to hike Yeah, there's no service, but we will just drive down this road until we find another trailhead. It's fine. (laughs) That sounds good to me, but I'm not walking six miles on a forest service road to hike eight Eight. miles. Nope. Maybe if it was like, oh, hike six miles to this gorgeous three-mile hike. Or if you're going to spend the night. Or spending the night. Yeah, yeah. No, but not for... I've done some road hiking when roads are closed, and, and it's fine, Usually the way there is fine, and then on the way back, it's like, oh, it's like I, I would have die. already been in my car right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. So, this hike is eight miles. It goes up 
to Hidden Lake, and then there's a scramble up to a lookout tower from there. And it's um, 3,300 feet of elevation gain. Yep, which, let me tell you, is a beast. My legs are still sore. Actually, my legs are probably still sore because I did another eight-mile hike two days later. But (laughs) So the highest point of this hike is 6,900 feet. Right, which is prime snow elevation for this time of year. So this is a hike that really you want to do in the summertime. But if you're going to inch into fall like I did on Monday and like Rachel did last year... You've got to check your mountain weather yeah, report. Yeah, because it wasn't too snowy. It wasn't snowy for my mom. Like, it yeah, wasn't Yeah, I all. had zero snow, but this weekend, it was supposed to start hammering snow this weekend. Yeah. There. So, same time of year, and the snow's hitting kind of the same time that it hit her as well. Yeah. So... Okay, so her plan was to hike up to the tower where she planned to spend the night. You don't need a reservation for this one. First come, first serve. So a lot of the towers in Washington, you can sleep in them, and it's whoever gets there first. There's no reservation. There's no fee. There's no nothing like that. They're maintained by volunteers. They're maintained by different groups and things like that. And this one actually has a lot of stuff in it. So they try to stop. People stock it with Fuel, people leave fuel, cups, food, snacks. It has a lot of, it's like a give something, take something kind of thing. There's like a little, not even kidding, cardboard box for donations that's not locked, that has no lid. It's just like a little cardboard box sitting on the shelf with donations. It had $10 in it when I was there. And nobody, it was, it was there. It was still there. There were 10, there was $10 in it. That's because I hikes like that, that are that hard, that long, if yeah. you're going up there, you're you're a hiker and you're a backpacker and you're part of a community and you're not a little rat and you're not going to take the donation. I would sure hope stuff. not. I'd be very mad if somebody did. Okay, so the following day, she actually had plans to meet up with a friend. Mm-hmm. So after she got back down from her hike, she had plans to meet up with a friend. When her family found out that her friend could not reach her after several attempts, they called the authorities. They were immediately concerned. So her vehicle was found in the parking lot, but there was no sign of Rachel. Search efforts were slow going, and searchers had to turn back several times. So basically, they're thinking she got stranded up there at the tower, and their search efforts are to go and retrieve her from the tower and bring her back down. Because the snowstorm is so bad right now that they're assuming... She doesn't feel comfortable leaving the tower and coming back down. Yeah. Right? So on October 21st, 2019, so four days missing. Oh, four days. Rachel's mom posted on Facebook. She had five posts, but only four of them are visible still. Right. So at some point, she deleted the fourth post that she had made that day Hmm. or made it private. So her entire Facebook is public, but for some reason, there's a bunch of posts throughout that she switched to private not all of them just some of them so I'm not sure what this particular post was her first post was I believe in the power of prayer please pray for my daughter Rachel Lackaduke she is trapped in a lookout tower at Hidden Lakes Lookout near Marble Mount Washington after two failed attempts by rescue teams and a Navy helicopter over the weekend 
The teams are grouping and planning a highly dangerous plan of action to rescue her within the next three days. She hiked in on Thursday, and we've had no communication since. We're praying that she comes home today. Thank you for your prayers. That was her first post. Okay, so her second post was this morning's update on the rescue plan. The avalanche danger is too great to send a team. If there is a window of opportunity of 60% or less of rain and snow, plus calmer winds, the Navy is on standby to try another helicopter rescue attempt. We are in Marble Mount waiting and praying. Yeah, so basically avalanche so when it first starts snowing like this super bad usually you have a short window of time where before things get really bad but because the wind and the fog was so bad they couldn't even see where they were going and the helicopter couldn't get close enough to attempt a landing because there are places up before not at the tower but before the tower where a helicopter could potentially land and then they'd have a much smaller distance to try to get up the granite scramble to where she's at, but there was just not enough visibility. Yeah. Her third post was, Rachel has not been found. Someone on Facebook misinterpreted facts and unfortunately posted inaccurate information. We believe she is in the lookout tower, but unfortunately it has not been confirmed. Please look to my post for current updates. Thank you everyone for continued prayers. Her fourth post is the one that's missing. Her fifth post was update at 5.30 p.m. tonight. Rachel's rescue has been turned over to the Skagit County Sheriff's Department. Tomorrow, they're sending out a four-man ground SAR crew, which is search and rescue. In the afternoon, if the cloud cover rises a bit, they will fly in with another helicopter. If Tuesday's attempt fails, an extensive SAR team and the Whidbey Navy will each attempt to rescue, coordinating their efforts to retrieve Rachel from the Hidden Lake Peak. So at this point, when Rachel's mom makes this post, there has been large searches and... Yeah, they've actually made it to within 500 feet of the tower. So they have searched all the lower trails. They've brought in canine. Yeah. They've brought multiple, multiple people up this trail looking for Rachel already. With the canines, they've had helicopters in there. They just haven't been able to get anyone close enough to the tower. All right, so October 22nd, 2019, this is five days missing. Rachel's mom made two posts that day. Okay, so her first post. Latest update, a new SAR crew has been assembled. Experienced rescue mountain climbers are joining the Marble Mount search and the rescue team for another aggressive attempt at retrieving Rachel off Hidden Lake Peak today. Our family is so grateful for their determination and continued efforts. The weather is treacherous and this team is braving the elements to bring our girl home. And you guys, they're not kidding when they say treacherous. I mean, it is intense. And also on this trail, which if you guys have already watched the video or are going to watch the video, there are so many places on this trail where you really, when there's no snow, you, it's don't, hard. you don't know where you are. Yep. You don't know which one's yep. the trail, where's the trail. You, you're not sure. As an experienced backpacker and hiker, I got off trail multiple times because I had my GPS with me, but my goal was to not use it. I really wanted to see if I would be able to navigate all the way to the tower without it. And I was, but it was very difficult. And there was no snow when I was there. When search and rescue finally did reach the cabin, 
There was no sign that Rachel had ever made it to the tower. So here they are, you guys. They are going in to rescue this girl from the the tower, from the lookout tower. They get there and realize she never made it to the tower. So she is somewhere below the tower. Oh, I cannot even. I, I just, I can't. It's so... It's so stressful, all that work, all that. I mean, this is what, day, five, five days. So for five days, they're like, let's, we're ho- they're hoping she's got enough food. They're hoping she's warm enough. Like, those are their main primary concerns. And then they get there, and she never made it to the tower. Because there would be footprints. There would be a disturbance. There would be something. And it was obvious that nobody had been in the tower for weeks. So her mom's second post that day was, Minutes ago, we learned that our sweet Rachel never arrived at the lookout tower. There'll be a dog and personnel search for her tomorrow to look for her body. We are shocked beyond belief, appreciate everyone's prayers, and now please allow us patience and understanding as we process through this difficult time. Please honor our privacy, and again, every prayer mattered. You mattered in our quest to find her. Love from our family to you. When they got to the tower and realized that she wasn't there, they're like, well, she's dead. There's no way she survived in this weather. I'm shocked that the mother would say that or admit that after five days. Because we see that a lot, right? Where moms are in such denial. Oh, yeah. Well, Sam Sayer's mom's still Still in denial. Yeah. She's still like, my daughter is alive. And until I see proof otherwise, I'm not believing anything else. I would probably be more like that, honestly. I don't think I could come to terms with it on day five. Not on day five. Maybe after, like, a year or something? I don't know. I was really surprised to read that. Yeah. that ever... Especially because five days, she could still be alive. It's the weather conditions, the temperature that's concerning them or making them think that she's not. Mm-hmm. And that's assuming that they're right and that she never made it to the tower. What if she did make it to the tower? What if she had just left the tower? I mean, obviously, she probably didn't because there would have been evidence of her being there, but... But still. Yeah. All right, so on October 23rd, 2019, this is six days missing. Rachel's mom posted, Update, three canines and 12-man team are spreading out on the mountains sometime later this morning to search for Rachel. We are praying that we won't have to wait for spring... Oh, First spring thaw to recover her. Mm-mm. Thank you for your continued prayers. I see each one of your prayers held up. My family is so grateful for her friends and those who love her. And then her second post that day was three canine packs, a 15-man crew on ground, and a helicopter search with rangers who know the terrain. It's a roller coaster of emotions and uncertainty. The odds of finding Rachel alive are slim, but the rangers told us this morning that there is still a search and rescue effort. My heart and head is spinning. Then her third post is this. Unfortunately, we experienced another failed attempt to bring Rachel up the mountain. Our family is grateful for the coordinated efforts of rescue and helicopter crews. The Marble Mount Search and Rescue Team has been heroic for their dedication to find Rachel despite the treacherous conditions. Thank you to everyone keeping Rachel in your prayers. I hate reading word to word. I know. So, like, usually when I read the script, guys, I'm not reading word for word. She she really can't do that very well. So, a lot of times, she'll just kind of 
paraphrase or, you know, we we don't write a script. We kind of take notes. Mm-hmm. Bullet points is what I basically do. Yeah. But when we're quoting someone, we're very, we try really hard to, like, actually quote them appropriately yes. and how they actually said what they said. So that's where the reading word for word comes in. That's really so hard for if Maddie. My, <laughs> if it sounds like I've been reading, it's because I have, because I literally can't do anything besides focus on reading. My choppy little... <laughs> Uh, Par- paragraphs. My choppy paragraphs. I'm there sorry. You there you go. Okay, so on October 24, 2019, so seven days missing, update, no dogs today. Three SAR mountaineers are on the mountain checking a specific tree-lined area. Helicopter crew is up and checking the terrain. No search tomorrow due to adverse weather, but the search will resume on Saturday and Sunday. Update, Rachel was not recovered today. Another heartbreaking day. The next team effort takes place on Saturday. The SAR crew will be the most extensive to date. I'll fill you in on Saturday morning to ensure that my information is accurate. We are hopeful for a new aggressive assault on the mountain. Beginning Saturday morning, leaving her on the mountain until spring is not an option. Oh, God. I literally can't handle it. October 25th, 2019, eight days missing now. SAR posted update from Skagit County Sheriff's Office under Sheriff Chad Clark as of October 25th, 2019 at 1027 a.m. May I just say Chad Clark? Mm-hmm. He has two first names. I know. I like two first names. His last name is a first name. I know. I like that. Okay. Today's weather is not in condition to search at this point. Conducive. Like, oh. What? Conducive? Conducive. Yeah. Conducive? Yes. Like, it's not, it's not, we can't search in this weather. It's not conducive. It's not going to cooperate. Yeah, I I can understand what conducive means, but never heard that word be used. Oh, my God. Conducive? Conducive is more common than any of the other words that I've thrown your way. Conducive. It might be, but I still have not heard it. (laughs) Great. Okay, so today's weather is not conducive, because that's a real word. Stop. Just searching at this point. Plan tomorrow is contingent. Contingent? Uh, contingent. Contingent? Contingent. Yeah. Plan tomorrow is contingent. 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 Contingent? No. Contingent. Contingent. Yes. Plan tomorrow is contingent. Oh my god. Contingent. Uh, so contingent. The plan tomorrow is contingent upon confirmation with other SAR groups from out of the county. Two to four avalanche trained dog teams, eight to ten Mountain Rescue King County, eight to ten advanced searchers to assist Mountain Rescue King County. Sunday's plan is to continue searching with ground assets and helicopter assets. That's a big that's a lot of people going in. Yeah. I mean, I know they're still technically under search and rescue response right now because it changes, right? When we go from search and rescue to recovery, resources completely change, especially in dangerous terrain where there's snow and other things to worry about. So they're still very active. Well, because she could still be alive eight days. I mean, it is slim. It is really slim with the weather. But, like, maybe there is a possibility. People have survived crazier things much longer. You know what I mean? 
On October 26, 2019, nine days missing, Rachel's mom posted, update, heartbreak. Our heroes tried in vain to bring Rachel off the mountain today. Three new teams are back up tomorrow at 8.30. Prayers needed now more than ever. Oh my God. And you just imagine with every passing day. She's just losing more and more hope. Well, not just hope that her daughter's alive, but hope that they'll even be able to bring her home at this point. Because I think that's what she's still, that's what she's clinging to right now. Because she she already thinks, she doesn't think Rachel's alive. Right. So October 27th, 2019, 10 days missing, Rachel's mom made another update. Four to six SAR teams are currently on the mountain searching for our girl. A larger group of volunteers than expected arrived this morning. On October 28, 2019, 11 days missing. Update, with heavy hearts, we report that the search and rescue attempts have now changed to the status of recovery only. Despite multiple efforts to rescue Rachel... Off the mountain, none of the SAR teams were able to locate her. Their determination and dedication never wavered. They employed every resource available to them, and Marble Mountain Ranger Station will send a helicopter up again on on Wednesday to search the forecasted snow melt above the tree line. We thank the Skagit County Sheriff's Department for handling our family with compassion, love, and all of those who have been following our story. Your words of hope and encouragement are still essential to help our family cope with this next phase of our lives. You know what I think is kind of interesting? That is the second time they've mentioned the tree line. I wonder what's making them focus in on that area. A lot of Rachel's mom's updates are coming straight from SAR, right? Uh-huh. I wonder why SAR is focusing on that tree line. Because this is the second time that they've said that. I wonder if they're thinking... That's where she would go for cover. Like, that would make sense for her to go there for cover if she was out in the open. Yeah. So this trail, the first half of it is through the woods. The second half of it is all out in the open through, like, a valley that you have to, like, cross, which is super strange. And I put pictures, or I put a video of that in the video. And then the third part is, like, this rock crazy scramble up to the top. But the tree line would be further down. So if they're focusing on the tree line, then they're probably assuming that she didn't make it to the open field or the rock scramble, I would guess. So on October 30th... Can you open that image? It looks very creepy, whatever image you just got sent, your text message. Did somebody send me an image? Yeah, someone texted you. Oh. Oh, <laughs> it's Jen. It was there, that one. This is Park Butte. Oh my god, that's a crazy amount of snow. Holy crap. Okay, so you guys, I just got sent pictures from my friend that went and hiked Park Butte today, which is also in the North Cascades. And it's and it is snow. Covered in snow. At least so, a couple inches of snow. Yeah, so this hike is literally about, same mountain range. Yes, yeah, it's the same mountain range as Hidden lakes that we're talking about right and now. And as Vesper Peak. And as Vesper Peak. So all three, same mountain range. The picture she just sent me, I mean, there's they're undercover and you can see snow. Yeah, they're go to the, the picture, the other one. Yeah, so the oh yeah, no. Oh my gosh. There's giant, shit. giant snowflakes coming down. So yeah, you guys, literally, this is the these are the kind of conditions that Rachel was walking into. Mm-hmm. Is this snow? I mean, yeah. I got so lucky that there was none on Monday. 
Yeah, seriously. Because there's a good amount of snow in that photo. There's a good amount of snow on the ground in there. Yeah, maybe not a dangerous level yet, but there's also no storm today. Today is just snow. This weekend is just snow. Storm. There's no storm on the forecast for this week. Okay. But the day that Rachel went out, there was actually a storm on the forecast. Okay, so on October 30, 2019, 13 days missing, another helicopter search went out. Later that day, still no sign of Rachel on the mountain. On October 31, 2019, the Skagit County Sheriff's Office... Halloween! Oh, yeah, it is. The Skagit County Sheriff's Office sent out an alert, an advisory, a warning, saying, please do not go searching for Rachel on the mountain. Conditions were treacherous. It was hindering their current searching. Because imagine, you have people out there wandering around searching. They're leaving footprints. They're leaving signs of life. And... Search crews are spending their time following those footprints, just in case. So they're basically saying, please stop going out and stop searching for her. November 1st, 2019, her mom posted a poem by F. Scott Fitzgerald called The Beautiful and the Dance that my mother will now read. (laughs) Maddie doesn't want to read it. (laughs) There's a lot of periods in there. Wait, no, I'll read that one because I don't want to read the next thing. Okay, go ahead. That one looks scarier. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather read the poem. That looks less intimidating. Okay. Adhere to your periods and commas, please. That's why it was scary to me, all the punctuation. <laughs> she was beautiful, but not like those girls in the magazines. She was beautiful for the way she thought. She was beautiful for the sparkle in her eyes when she talked about something she loved. She was beautiful for her ability to make other people smile, even when she was sad. No... She wasn't beautiful for something as temporary as her looks. She was beautiful deep down to her soul. Also on November 1, 2019, which is 15 days missing, Skagit County Sheriff's Office posted, Search efforts are resuming Saturday and Sunday for the missing hiker Rachel Lackaduke at Hidden Lake Lookout. An aerial search of the area was conducted Wednesday. Ground searchers and mountain rescue teams from around the state will be searching this weekend in areas that have not been previously searched. We have also requested canine teams and drone operators that are certified to search with rescue teams. We ask that people not associated with the official search to stay away from the area as interference from people we don't know are on the mountain will make things problematic. So on November 2nd, 16 days missing. Nothing is found. Nothing has been found. Yeah, so they basically announced that nothing was found during that big search that they just had. Mm -hmm. On November 3, 17 days missing, three teams of SAR plus canine head out searching, and again, nothing is found. I'm actually kind of amazed at how much searching Searching. they're doing so late. Yeah. Yeah. But on November 6, 2019, Skagit County Sheriff's Office announced the search for Rachel Lackaduke at Hidden Lake has been suspended. Ground search efforts will be suspended depending on weather and results of air searches. The Sheriff's Office and SAR would like to thank everyone involved in the search for Rachel. Her family is asking that when the snow melts, And it gets warmer that hikers keep a lookout for Rachel's remains or any of her gear. 
So here's Rachel's description. She was white, weighed about 130 pounds. She was 5'4 with long curly red hair, brown eyes with freckles, a beauty mark on her left eye. Yeah, it's like it's like right underneath her left eye. It's okay. very distinct. Okay, okay. I was like a beauty mark on her eye. I mean, I have one of those like like the dark marks, you know, in your eye. Yeah, that's a freckle pigment. But she oh, actually in my eye. Yeah, on I, my eyeball. Yeah, I have freckles on my eye. It's I a have, thing. I actually have a lot of them. Yeah, it's a thing. Look, can you see it? <laughs> it's like up on the top over here. Yeah, I see it. It's a freckle? Yes. I didn't know what it was. I was just like, I just have a dark spot in my eyeball for some reason. Funny. Yeah, okay. hers was underneath her left eye, and it was really distinct, so. Gotcha. Okay, so her shoe size was 7 to 8. She was wearing thermal tights, under shorts, a long sleeve shirt under a NASA tank top. She was carrying a green hiking backpack with overnight supplies. She had a red sleeping mat and a purple sleeping bag. Yep, and she pictures of all of the gear are on her missing yeah, her poster, poster, which is in the video as well that we posted. Yes, which is really eerie that they have her poster, her missing posted. Wonder if they have that at Vesper Peak. I haven't been on Vesper Peak since she went missing. I think they do still have it on Vesper Peak. Is it on actually. Vesper Peak? Yeah, I yeah, think it is. I don't. I don't know. I haven't gone there since she went missing. We definitely want to go hike that one too and give you guys like a better view of that terrain too but you're going to have to wait because i'm not gonna die and we're gonna wait until hiking season comes back yes we don't want to die <laughs> thank you okay so obviously we're not gonna have a bunker talk on this one so this is the time where we would talk about the case right yeah so so with this one with this i do think that she has just gone missing. I do think that it's the same kind of case as Sam Sayer. I think that she is just somewhere bunkered down, not... Isn't it amazing, though, with this case, not once did we hear any alternative theory. Not once did a family member, a friend, a Facebook group, or anybody suggest that something else happened, which is not the case with Sam Sayers. Yeah, exactly. I find that very weird, but also, I think that... and. I'm really like saying this just because it's a local thing in a local case, but I think that Rachel's mom's saying that she's just gone after, like she's dead after six days. That's like, I don't think it's suspicious because I think people grieve in different ways and people yeah. accept things differently than other well, people. And but honestly, with this weather and with this cold and with what supplies she did have, if she didn't make it to the cabin, she was probably dead by the third day for sure. Unless she, she had no cold weather gear with her so that is true you know i do think that she by the time the mom accepted that she was dead was like that but i feel it's just rare to see it that quickly it's really rare to see that quickly not only is it rare to see that that quickly usually people get prosecuted for like like by media over that kind of thing but there was no media in this one which is so crazy because the boyfriend was prosecuted in, through the media with the sam sayer case Mm -hmm. just because he had a choppy phone call Well, and it's funny. So I heard about this case on Facebook. The first time I heard about it was on Facebook. This one? Yep. And somebody I knew shared the missing flyer. Like Mm -hmm. somebody that I personally knew shared the missing flyer that the mom had posted. But it had been shared like like hundreds of times, right? When I went to look her up after seeing that flyer, I could find no other information. 
None. And I didn't see a news report on it until Sar got to the tower and she wasn't in it. And then I saw a couple, like a sprinkling of some news reports reporting on it. Yeah, there's not a lot of news reports. And then that was it. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, it's weird that this one happened 2019. Sam Sarah went missing and went like 2018. Yeah, and yet that one is still talked about all... I mean, these... I remember seeing Sam Sayer on the news. Well, yep, and not only that, but the Sam Sayer's Facebook search efforts, like, she's still all over Facebook. There's an entire community dedicated to Which her disappearance. It's crazy that there's none. There's none for Rachel. It's so weird. But this is a prime example of how... Attention to the media can really... Can really make a huge difference because Sam Sayers was all over the media. I also saw another thing that was like this, which was just the, literally the difference in media. It was around the Madeline McCann, McCann? Mm-hmm. McCann case where she got, you know, obviously that case got a shit ton of media attention, mm-hmm. you know, all over it. And then around the same time, there was a young girl that went missing from another country that was like, it was nearby, same kind of circumstances, she was just gone, and nobody was talking about it. Nobody at all was talking about that girl going missing. When she went missing, she was gone, and the only thing that the news and everyone was paying attention to was the Madeline McCann case. So it's the same kind of thing. It's crazy. The media can change so much, because like, the... The more media, the more attention it's getting, the more resources can get put into it and everything. Well, and Sam Sayers got really big on social media. Mm -hmm. Like, she was a big deal on social media, and Rachel really wasn't. And so I just think that social media is how a lot of our young people get their news um, these days, and they are the ones that have been still pushing this case forward. I guess uh, no one's going to come looking for me when I go disappear because I do not have a strong social media platform. I'll help you out. (laughs) (laughs) My mom posts more than I do on Instagram. It's true, actually. I, like, post, like, strictly, like, twice a year, and when I do post about an event... And it's usually something that I took a picture of. Yes, or (laughs) or when the event... When I post the photo, the event happened, like, months before. I still need to post that one photo that you took of me that I really like, the one where I'm in my sunglasses and my tattoos showing. I posted that on uh, mine for your birthday. Yeah, I want to post it on my Instagram. I just haven't done it yet, and I'm going to post it. Yeah. Okay, so a couple things about hiking in the fall right now. So if any of you are going out and hiking right now, Please, for the love of God, carry some extra weight. One of the most important things that you can carry is warm gear. Warmth. I mean, I carry a zero-degree blanket on me no matter what time of year. Whenever it is, whatever time of year it is, I carry it with me. I carry my tent year-round. Yeah. And my tent, granted, I will admit my tent is very light, but it is always in the bottom of my bag, and I will always have an emergency waterproof shelter if I need one. Yep. So if we can give you any advice, it is that gear, that extra food, stay away from where there's goddamn avalanches because Look at the weather. Look at the freaking weather. Wait, and not just the weather. You have to look at the mountain weather. It's different. Like when I went hiking with my friend on Friday, she's like, oh, it's going to be sunny in 70 or sunny in 60 something. And I'm like, nope, it's supposed to rain and maybe snow. And she's like, what? (laughs) 
And I was like, we're up in the mountains. It's totally different, you know? So it's little things like that where you just, you have to look at the mountain weather. It's very different. And if you go to, like, if you're in Washington, we have WTA, which is Washington Trail Association, and they have links on there for maps and for weather for where you're going. So take that extra step, look at your weather, you know, make sure that you're not going to need anything else to be out there. Um, Make sure you pack accordingly. Pack accordingly, dress accordingly. I would rather, I've said this a hundred times, I would rather carry an extra five to ten pounds on my back. Yeah, then die. Then die. We've seen some crazy unprepared people on hikes, and I'm not talking about, you know, you go on like a little one like for our locals here that know Wallace Falls or... You know, small, short, little hike, and you see people hiking up in flip flops or yeah, no that's water. Fine. Nobody you cares know, about that. Not that. I'm Although talking... a lot of people died on that hike this year. Yeah, that's because people are trying to take pictures of the waterfall. You guys don't off. leave the trail to take a picture. Um, just don't do it. But like, if you're gonna do like some big hike, you know, like be prepared, no matter no. when it is. But especially yeah. when you're at the beginning of hiking season or the, the end, end of hiking yeah. season. And then uh, I think the majority of things that we see is people unprepared and people leaving trail. Yeah. Those are the two ways that most people get themselves into these situations. So don't do those two things. We want you guys to stick around so that you can continue listening to our episodes. (laughs) Yeah. You cannot. (laughs) And not only that, but always, always, always. Freaking tell somebody where you're going and freaking tell them when you're going to be back. Yeah. Because, like, Hidden Lakes, look out. There's no service there, but I did have service at the tower. At the very top, I did have service. Hmm. But the majority of hikes, you're not going to get that service. Nothing. You're going to get absolutely At least not around here. Our mountains are real mountains. There's not service out there usually. Every once in a while, we'll be on a hike, and then all of a sudden, all our phones will start to buzz when we're walking. Yeah, we'll get, like, one like, little spot. We're all like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? Like, all our phones are just vibrating. Yeah. So, I mean, be careful. Be prepared. Don't die in the woods. Don't get lost in the woods. What? Don't get lost in the woods. Oh, yeah. I didn't uh-huh. even mean it. Yeah. So, I mean, like, for example, when I hiked Hidden Lakes Lookout, I had my tent, I had my down, which mine's like a, it's not a blanket, but it's like a open sleeping bag down. Mm-hmm. So I had my blanket, I had my down, I had my spikes because I didn't know if there was going to be snow at the top. Yeah, I know one time I accidentally packed your down instead of my my blanket, my zero degree It's blanket. real warm, isn't it? Oh my God, it was so nice. Oh, it was one so of the times tasty. where we were hiking something and there were two waterfalls and I stayed at the first waterfall with the kids. And oh yeah, yeah. The hammock, uh-huh. And I went to go open my blanket and I'm like... This, this isn't, isn't my blanket. And then you're like, oh, wait, this is way warmer oh, than my this blanket. this is way <laughs> better than my blanket. So sometimes we, we did that where Maddie let me hike up to the upper Yeah, falls. with, like, whoever's, whoever else is with us. Yeah, so whatever. she stayed at the middle falls with the kids, and they ate a snack and hung, a, hung, a, hung up the hammock and just kind of hung out. And I did the extra quick push up to the top, so... Because sometimes the kids are just like, yeah, Phoenix is just like, I know. Yeah, we don't need to put her through too much. And then I also had, so I had all of the food that I needed for my hike, right? And calculate your calories, you guys. You do, people do not realize how many calories they burn hiking this hard of a hike. Yeah, and not only that, but 
you don't realize when you're doing yeah exactly you don't realize what you're doing is so hard yeah and like especially when you when we do through hikes holy crap yeah trying to like because you're burning so much so fast more than you can but you don't feel hungry but you don't feel hungry and you don't but you need to try to put those in so it just makes me think when i do hard hikes here that are only a day yeah like how many calories i'm burning without realizing it and not well you know you know how i know when i got home on monday because i got to the tower i ate so i always eat along the way i always keep like a baggie of cashews or some sort of snack in my pocket i always eat along the way and then at the top i had a i only had snacks at the top i didn't have like a sandwich or something substantial i didn't have any leftover pizza i didn't have anything like that so i ate some of my snacks i made some hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps in it by the way and then I snacked a little bit on the way down, and I felt fine. I I felt like I got enough. I felt fine. I felt great. And then by the time I got home, I started to get a headache. And I ended up getting a migraine that night, and I know it's because I didn't eat enough. So when I went hiking on Friday, I packed even more, and I made myself eat all of it. I calculated my calories a little better because I knew I was at a deficit, and then I felt fine. I think that's the best that anybody can do. I mean, just try to be prepared. Try to... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Tell someone where you're going. Tell someone where you're going. I always send a link to my hike, a picture of the clothes that I'm wearing, what I'm taking. And when I say what I'm taking, I mean, like, my outer shell. Like, what hat I have, what jacket I have, what shoes I have, what backpack I have, that kind of stuff. I'm like, here's what I'm wearing. Here's what I'm taking. Here's where I'm going. This is when I'll be back. Yeah, because once again, the guy that you guys found on Pilchuck that one time, wearing jeans and tennis shoes in the snow, going the complete wrong way. In, like, knee-deep snow. Yeah, they're, like, walking up the trail, and, you know, she has GPS and everything, so she knows where she's going, and then there's... And I've hiked it before, so I knew. And there's footprints going off in the wrong direction. Yeah, we actually saw him up on the, the ledge up ahead of us, and when I saw him, I told my friend, I was like, he's going the wrong way right now. Like, we need, to, we need to be watching for him when we get closer to the top. And sure enough, he was totally off trail. He hadn't told anybody where he was going. He didn't have any, like, he had no water. He didn't have a lot of food. He was soaking wet. No snow gear, no gloves, no nothing. Yeah. But we found him. We the, took him the, to the, the tower. We gave him food and water. We gave him layers. And then we made him hike down with us. Reminds me, that's how I feel like the Alaskans feel about... Uh, yeah, yeah, about, uh... I, I don't know why I can't think of his name. Chris McCandless? I think that's it. You looked, it you, looked sound a, right. you looked at me like I said the wrong name. I thought you... Is that his name? Chris McCandless? Yeah. Okay. The bus? Yeah. Lost in the Wild, our episode? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, um, how many people, like, go to Alaska unprepared and stuff? Like, that... I feel like that's how they feel that's when exactly I think of that guy. That's exactly how they feel, probably. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, you went up to Pilchuck with the snow, with tennis shoes on. You must be, you're going to lose a toe, man. I know. That man definitely lost at least a couple toenails. Because his shoes were soaking wet. I don't know if you guys know, but when when your boots or shoes are soaked and you have to do like a mass amount of hiking, especially going downhill in soaking wet shoes. Like my 20 mile hike that I did, uh, what, a a month ago? Two months ago? Two months ago. Two months ago. My last eight miles, no, it was five miles down, but it was like, 
8,000 feet of descent. It's a crazy amount of descent. So it's 6,000 up and 8,000 down. So I did it all in one day. And my boots were wet, and I've had three toenails fall off so far, and a and fourth her, one's on the way. Her toenail looks like a minion if you draw a face on it. It's Which Maddie did yesterday. It's really gross, you guys. I did. The children thought I was hysterical. But it was un... It was unavoidable. I knew that my feet were going to be in bad shape, but I couldn't stop hiking. Yeah, but just letting you guys know, if you get your feet wet and you have a lot of hiking to do, be in the mental state that you're going to lose some toenails. Bad things are going to happen. You are not going to be okay. That was probably the biggest mental game that I've had to hike in one day. Because all the down was so painful, it was all mental. Like, I literally thought I was going to throw up. I was in so much pain. And even when we've done our through hikes, I never felt that rough mentally before. I did. In Europe? Twice. In Europe? Yeah. Though it was the first day. I actually thought Europe was really easy compared to Wonderland. Well, I didn't do Wonderland. That was my first big through hike. And the only reason, so it was the first day when we got up. So first off, you're going from a town that's low in the valley. You take a little lift up, way, way up, way, way, way the hell up in the mountains, yep. and then you hike way, way, Even way, higher. way, way up. So I'm like, my, we're walking on a cliffside. My vertigo's fucking with me so bad. Like I the was vertigo like, was really bad. I was like, it was yeah. so bad. And then the elevation, I was kind of getting like not elevation sick, like kind of elevation. A little bit, sickness. yeah. It was pretty high. It because it was really, that was one of our higher days. Yeah, and it was yeah. really dramatic how we went from the morning being at not even sea level. We were still above sea level in yeah. the town. Yeah, and then going all the way up there, I felt like I was gonna throw up that entire day hiking because I just felt nauseous and like everything was like. Off. I felt like I was in an elevator all day, like a really wobbly elevator. Yeah, yeah. Or like on a boat. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. While I was hiking, yeah. I, I thought I was going to throw up. Definitely thought I was going to go. I was hiking up and I was like, Mom, I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke. She goes, no, you're not. I'm like, I'm going to throw up. Then you're going to throw up and you're going to keep on going because we got a lot of mileage. No, there were multiple today. times where I stopped and I just stood there for a second. I was like, no, I'm definitely going to throw up. <laughs> I never actually threw up. But when you have a location, like we had to get to each hostel or each yeah. refuge every night. And if we didn't get there, we had no place to sleep. So there was no like taking it easy. There was no like, well, maybe we quit a little early today. Like, no, no. we had to hike that entire distance that day. So I did cry when we got to the hostel. <laughs> and I did cry even more because our clothes and Toilet and our like, bag toilet didn't show up. Yeah, didn't show up to our hostel. I cried. I sat on the bed and I cried. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. That was the hardest day though. And then the last day, I had a bit of a mental issue. Last day was a little rough. Yeah, because it was pouring down rain. I was just so cold. I was so cold, and yeah. I was so cold, and I got yelled at by some goddamn stranger the night before. Yeah, yeah it, the last day was really rough. It 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 was definitely a mind game. I, we both like were crying on the way down. Like, I definitely cried when we got into the lift. When we like, in the lift going down. In the down. lift, yeah. I just cried. I was like, oh, my God. Because I thought that I was going to be really sad on the last day, which when we started, I was really sad that we were going to be doing the last day. But then we started hiking, started pouring down rain, started getting really hard. We, we started, had to go through the ladder we section. Got, we got lost. We had to turn around We did around get lost, back. yeah. I thought I was going to be sad. Like, in the middle of the hike, I was like, I'm going to be so upset when this is over on the last day of leaving. Yeah. Be so upset. But when we got in the lift, we were so relieved. But then the next day... We were like, we want to go back. 
I was like, I woke up. It was like, like I'm not done I'm like, wake, I like woke up at four a.m. for no reason. I'm like, oh wait, I can go. I can go back to bed. Yeah, because we spent three days in Paris after our hike, which was amazing. Which was amazing and so relaxing. But so it was bad. still hard to not be hiking anymore to be back in civilization. Yeah, yeah. That was, but anyway, that was rough. That was yeah. I feel like it was easier to re-enter society in, in a cool place like Paris. Yeah, for, oh, for sure. If we had had to come straight oh, home, no. I would have been in like a severe state of depression. No, I, I would have just yeah. curled up in my bed and stayed there for like two weeks. Right, like, exactly, yeah. Me. Let me stay here. All right, well. We'll have to do that when we go to Patagonia. We'll have to do something cool. Go like somewhere. on our way back? Yeah. Well, like we also went to Iceland too on our way back from after Paris. We that was awesome. Iceland. I have yeah. mixed emotions about Iceland though. If we go back, we'd have to do it differently. Yeah. We'd have to do it differently because I want to see the waterfalls and stuff. Yeah. And I, Blue Lagoon was amazing. It was awesome, but it messed up my skin. Uh, yeah. Immensely. All right. Well, we've drug on for a while on our our little hiking tangent here. Okay, Sorry so, about that, guys. So what does it mean when my 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 left hand's kind of fell asleep kind of all day. It comes in waves. Where it's not really asleep. But you it's probably like have numb. like a knot in like your, your shoulder or your neck area that's causing that. That's why my neck hurts. There you go. All right. Well, you guys, thank you for coming and listening to our first Patreon bonus episode. Yes. Hopefully we'll have this out by mid Week. I was hoping to have everything in there by Monday, but... It doesn't look like that's going to happen. It, it's too late right now to get that done, but hopefully... Hopefully you guys are listening to this by Wednesday. Yeah, hopefully you're listening by Wednesday, and if you're not, I'm sorry. But I'm working on it. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys. We so appreciate you. You guys are amazing. Let us know what you want on this channel. Yeah, for your bonus episodes. Like, if you're here and you're listening, like... Let us know what you want to hear. Do you want to hear hiking stories or hiking ones? We're thinking maybe non-hiking ones or, for you guys. Yeah, maybe we could do some just like some serial killers or like some other true crime things that you guys are interested in. Yeah, let us know because this is your guys' channel. Whatever you guys want from us on this channel, yeah, that's what we're going to give you. I'm interested in looking at other things that aren't hiking ones. Not yeah. like I don't think I'd get tired of it because there's just some crazy-ass stories out there that we've done and we're going to continue to do for hiking. Yeah, but since you get that on our regular channel, maybe you want something a little different here. Yeah. So let us know. We will definitely... Listen to you guys and do oh, yeah. what you want. And and no matter what, we're going to continue to bring you our hiking videos and things like that. So, yeah, let us know what you want. We're here to give you guys whatever you want because you're amazing and because we love you. So Yeah, just let us know. Yeah. Go follow. You already follow us on Instagram. I can't really you say. You probably follow us I on Instagram. I hope you follow us on Instagram. You're missing out on a lot of, like, extra content if you don't well the only i mean you can always go look at instagram and see what we've posted the only thing you miss out if you're not following us is, is our, our stories. stories which we do post some hiking stuff in there we post my gross shoes that i'm gross never shoes. gonna wear again <laughs> yeah so i mean just let us know let us know what you guys want all right thanks you guys and we will see you see you soon see you whenever, or talk to you whenever soon. you i don't know when what you have to listen to but yeah all right. Bye, guys. But um, today I was driving.
I was driving and, you know, there's people have their Halloween decorations out. You know, there's caution tape all over the place. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, normal Halloween decorations. Saw some caution tape today. Pretty sure it wasn't Halloween decorations because there were cops all over the place. Pretty sure it no, wasn't. it wasn't Halloween decorations. I know it wasn't Halloween decorations, <laughs> yeah. but shouldn't disclude why I know it's not Halloween decorations. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little nosy. I don't know. Maddie had to go deliver things to a crime scene today. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was busy with the kids, so I sent her instead of me. And I, like, there's, like, caution tape. I'm like, dude, this looks like really good Halloween decorations right here. <laughs> Wait, did I not tell you where you were going? Did I just send you blindly to a location? Yeah, you just blindly sent me to a location. I just show up to this house. I'm not seeing anyone. I kind of go down, and then I see... One, two, three, four, five, six cop cars and caution tape all over the fucking place. I'm like, oh! Oh, so my bad. So I basically, I sent Maddie an email. I'm like, here's an address. An email? Or Sorry, I sent Maddie a text message. Here's an address. I need you to go deliver this and this to this location and then come back. I'm going to finish editing the episode while you do that so then we can finish recording. So we just took a break recording so Maddie could go do this. And, yeah, I guess I forgot to tell her she was going into a crime scene. <laughs> I'm like, um, um, uh, there's, a uh, there's caution tape everywhere and it's not Halloween decorations. <laughs> it is not. So, yeah. You could probably leave it up for the whole season. It'd look like, uh. I, well, maybe people just mistake it as that and not realize. Uh, imagine being the people across the street. No, can you imagine our neighbors having that? No. Um. Okay. Not only that, but the thing is that when I pulled up to the location, I know, like, four or five people that live right there. Like, like live, near like, there. Yeah. a street or two down. Like, right in that area. Like, I passed my friend's house to get there, and I was like, shit. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm never spending that at your house again. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, you know. We have exciting lives. No, we'll be out in a minute. We're trying to finish recording, dude. I give up. Oh my god, it's like my other one, but... Yeah, they only have two. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Yeah. Heck yeah. Can I see that? Yeah. It is a little cup. We gotta finish this. Okay, so lots of children just interrupted us, and um, in case you're wondering what happened, my gift was a tiny cup, according to Phoenix. Which is actually a shot glass. My family has, it's, I don't really even know how it started. I got one from Bright Wolf Lodge. I got yeah. one squishy little, you know, the squishy, colorful little shot glasses that they have and all those mm-hmm. stupid little gift shops everywhere you go. Like everywhere. Yeah. And now every time someone goes somewhere to one of those stupid little... You get a shot glass. Places, I get a colorful shot glass. Rubber. Rubbery. Rubber ones, which I can't really tell if they're singles or doubles. I'm not exactly sure. I think they're, sing- they look, they're singles. They look like singles, but they they're are. really tall. Yeah. I wanted to do the Kyla Lip Chin or top. Okay, you ready? 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 Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Was that really, like, stuck to you? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Jesus. Yeah. Wait, what is the Jenner lip challenge? The, the Kylie Jenner lip challenge what thing. What is the though. Kylie like, Jenner lip challenge? It was challenge. from, like, I'm talking, like, probably, like, four or five years ago. 
there was like this, it maybe wasn't four or five years ago. I don't know. My perception of time is really fucked. Not, 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 no, not good. It's not good. <laughs> but like kids were like using shot glasses or different little cups to like suck to their lips and creating like their <laughs> lips all, making their lips all puffy. It was a huge thing. Kids had hickeys around their lips because it, that's what it does. So Maddie was, Maddie said, I'm going to do the Kyle Jenner lip challenge. Kylie. I, Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner lip challenge. And I'm, like, not really paying attention. I was, like, joking around. Like, I'm, but I'm not really paying attention to what she's doing. And I'm like, okay. I finished my, my text message that I was doing when she started screwing around because she does that when I pause for a second to do something. And I turn and I look at her and she's got her shot glass, like, stuck to her, her mouth. And I'm like, what the hell is she doing? And I'm like, okay, let's go, Maddie. And I n- knocked it off of her mouth, but it was, like, really stuck on there. And she's like... Ow! Why'd you do that? And I'm like, no, what? you have to leave the sound in there. You gotta okay. leave you. I'll leave. I'll leave it in there. I'll leave it in there. But yeah, I did. That was an unintentional. Harm. It was really stuck to my mouth too. <laughs> that it did not. I expected it to just like pop off. It did not. No, I was. I had a suction cup to my mouth. <laughs> so that's what happens if I get distracted while we're editing. Is Maddie has to find something nearby to play with. <laughs> Well, now my shot glass is on the ground somewhere. That's fine. Leave it. Oh, I see it right there. Okay. Go. Like, oh, what my fucking God. I have, like, I have so many cord issues right okay, now. Okay, so to paint you an image right now, she just plugged in her, unplugged her laptop, plugged her laptop back in, then unplugged the heated blanket on accident, replugged in the heated blanket, sat back down with her heated blanket that was not plugged in, unplugged the laptop cord Unintentionally. again. Unintentional. 